0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Twee stakes ends April 3rd 2023. Void where Prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of fifty-two coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at free-laysnack Com.
1: On today's Patriot Nation podcast, we have an old school episode, just Spags, Keegan, and me this week, breaking down Mac Jones' first career victory against the Jets last weekend, and of course, talking about the Saints game as well this weekend. We do have a five-minute fantasy with Cooter Doodle coming up. Saints fans should be talking about the Saints as well. It's a hell of a show, so buckle up and cue the music.
0: Zachary receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands, he has
2: Pass. Wilson, quick throw, and it's good! Intercepted! Intercepted to the Butler! Butler has it at the one!
1: Era is officially here. We saw it happen, and it may not have been pretty, but it happened, and so we're happy about it.
2: For sure. I mean, it's uh, it's one of many. He's the first one of the first round picks to accomplish that. Um, Obviously, Trey Lance won the first week, but he didn't start, so that's Jimmy G's win. Um, But no, I mean, it's good. Like I said, it's and he talked about it after the game. It's hard to win in this league, and you know, however you can do it, it, it's always you know. Um, good for the, good for the team, right? I don't think he's one to care about statistics and I want to throw more touchdowns, right? He seems like a team first guy and uh, obviously super excited to kind of get that one under his belt. And, and like I said, here's to many more.
0: Yeah. They're obviously in kind of a, a getting to know each other situation where uh, everything's not, the, the details aren't ironed out, right? Like the, the penalties and, and the mistakes, they, they can sure up a little bit, but after last year, I don't think you complain very much about a victory. You know, they got the first one, and hopefully they'll be able to get a few more here down the line.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. And we'll see kind of how it goes the rest of the way. But you see around the league, I mean, how hard it is to win in this league. I mean, if the Seahawks don't have a Seahawks-like game and collapse in the fourth quarter uh, or the second half, I should say, against Tennessee, then the only win of the season for the AFC South would have been done by the by – the, Houston Texans, for God's sakes. So, of course, you know, uh, they ended up getting the win there. But, like, 0-2 Colts, 0-2 Jags, we knew it was going to happen. But, like, very surprising stuff there. So uh, And that's really that's really what you're looking for. And, and the criticism here, and you hear it from Nick Wright, and you hear it from the guys all over the place, is they're not throwing the ball downfield, right? And Mac at some times, can be more aggressive and maybe throw the ball a little bit further downfield, which you'd like to see from him. There are times when he has those things open, especially on the throwback play. Um, which, you know, was probably open. He probably should have thrown it there. But John Smith was also had no one within 10 yards of him. So, like, I'm not going to complain about a 20-yard completion on a play like that. But still, you feel like you kind of want to take a deep shot there. He's shown some good touch on the deep throws, right? He had one to Jacoby Myers this week. He had one to James White the first week. He had that seam down the middle to Aguilar last week. And he had another seam down the middle to Hunter Henry this week. So, he can push the ball downfield if he has to. It's just not... You know, we don't, I don't want the other side of it either. Zach Wilson, where he's, you know, he's all over the place throwing, you know, throwing to nobodies and what uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence has the highest percentage of uncatchable balls thrown by a quarterback this year. So it's only through two games, of course, but like still I'd much rather be in the situation I am with Mac Jones than I am with those other two guys.
2: The other thing too, with, you know, it's just complete, you saw on Sunday, like, the two different styles of coaching and how they're handling a young quarterback right like Wilson was kind of all over the place and you know it, it, he treated it kind of like a college game when he was back at BYU it's one read and the if, if that read's not there he just turns and throws it somewhere else right and obviously pressure was in his face and they kind of just let him run wild and, and Salah said it after the game sometimes it's good to play boring and I think that's the biggest thing for him and with Mac, it's almost like he's playing two-born, but it's it's beneficial to him and his development and what they want out of him, um, right? Like you, you kind of want some sort of happy medium, and I'm sure they'll get there. It's only been two games, but um, like I said, the stylistically between the two and just like how their both teams were handling young quarterbacks was fully on display on, on Sunday, and I think it was uh, at least, as like I said, through the first two weeks, uh, which one may have a better career simply because of the situation they're in.
0: Yeah. We talked about it heading into the draft after the draft, kind of the whole situation about rookie quarterbacks. It's all about the situation and Max coming into a situation where that the defense is pretty good. Um, I think last week was an aberration with the, you know, four interceptions and kind of making somebody look foolish. Like that's not going to happen every week, but it's a talented defense. They're still getting right. They've got a lot to work on in the ground game. They're, they're letting them five yards, a a pop, which isn't acceptable. And it, it, it's not going to get you wins, you know, moving forward, but it's a defense who, when they're right, they can be really, really good. So he's not going to have to, you know, push the ball down the field as much as somebody like Wilson would, you know, maybe with the jets defense. So I think overall, if you look at the team as a whole, there are a lot of things that they can plug up, but it's all stuff that can be fixed. It's none of it is the rookie quarterback. We don't know what's going on with him. And, and, you know we're going to have to ride the ups and downs it's really like oh nitpicking i'd like him to do this but it's fine if he doesn't i think you're in a much better spot than i mean all all four other situations with rookie quarterbacks or first round quarterbacks and five if you count right. houston with davis mills like that i think that they're in the best be. situation possible
1: yeah, yeah. I, uh, for sure and that's and that's one of the things for me is like you know let's focus on not just mac jones but also You know, the team around him. And I I think I've been concerned with the offensive line play, but like overall, defensively and offensively, they have a ton of stuff. And it's like, you know, Brady was a game manager in 2001. Now it was a different game back then. It was a very different game back then, but still, he was a game manager back then and they were just fine. And he was good in 03 and 04. Like, let's not get it twisted. Like, he was bad or not throwing the ball downfield, but. He wasn't, t- he wasn't a top five quarterback in the NFL at that point. He probably wasn't even a top 10 quarterback in the NFL at that point. So they were asking him to do a decent amount, but they weren't asking him to do too much. They're bringing Mac along slowly and just saying, look, we're going to make it easy for you. We're going to, you know, run some plays and do this and do that. But, you know, they talked about it already. Like we're not taking things away from him. now. Josh McDaniels, isn't going to be honest about everything, right? They might be calling plays to, you know, to make it easy on him, to not kind of force things in, but we've seen some staples from the Patriots already. Like I think that, you know, the position they were in, and this is the thing for me too. I'd much rather be in this situation than the other situation where you're saying, okay, just sling it all over the field, and then at some point we'll rein it in. Where at Mac, it's like, okay, be smart with the football, get rid of it quickly, and then let's go back and take a look. Okay, that you missed this and you missed that and you missed this. Now next time you have an opportunity to make that play instead of Okay, I'm just going to force it down the field and throw it like crazy, and you know, try to make everything happen, and we we live and die on your arm. It just doesn't, you know, that's that's not the right situation for a rookie, anyways, and really for any quarterback, to be honest with you. So, I, I I'm, I'm happy with where they are. Um, def- well, we'll get more into the defense because I have some interesting stats. Um, but nevertheless, uh, I was I'm I'm pleased with where they are, and and with when with Max so far. So, um. Anyways, you want to get you want, Let's get into the defense because I, I Louis Benjamin, uh, from PFF, just tweeted out um, about the top pressure percentages among edge rushers. Number one on that list is Matthew Judon, thirty point three percent pressure percentage. Number two on that list is Josh Uche with twenty six point nine percent pressure percentage. So you talk about guys being able to get after the quarterback and be disruptive in the in the passing game. I believe did Judon have nine pressures? uh nine pressures on Sunday did he not I think
2: so I mean like the thing that. that stands out to him to for me with him is the motor he never takes a playoff he's literally always in the right. in the backfield making something happen and we still haven't seen Uche receive consistent snaps I think I don't have it in front of me but I think he played a little bit more in week 2 than he did in week 1 and he did play towards the end of the game which you know that's not necessarily promising for him but um, I think those two are your future. I don't know why he's not seeing 60, 65 percent of the role they were using him in
0: because they were up by, you know, 15, 20 points. But right. towards the end of the game when he was playing and I tweeted it out when I, I saw play, he set the edge, looked great, got underneath a pull and kind of forced a running back outside into into the corners. And they, they ended up getting a tackle for loss. I think it was Duggar. And it was it was a great play, and it was like, all right, why aren't they playing him? And then the next two plays, he gets buried in the run game, and it's like, I think that's there's nothing more frustrating for a coach, I think, than the inconsistencies and in stuff like that, where you can do it, I know you can do it, but you're not doing it, and that's that's the problem. You're you're doing it once, and then it goes away. So I think that's especially with a guy like Belichick, if if he gets upset with something like that you're going to find your ass on the bench and you can pass, you can rush the passer, but we're not going to throw you out there, you know, for, like you said, 60, 70% of the snaps. So um, that, that was one thing that I noticed with getting him on the field. Like it's going to be a pass rush role for now, but maybe uh, something that we've talked about, not on the show, but with Kyle Van Noy, who lo- knows how long he's going to be out. Didn't practice last week. Didn't play last week. If he's not available, I don't think you can roll with Dante Hightower who's, you know, what what's he? Thirty two years old, and he's he's got a lot of mileage on those knees. And and Jawan Bentley, who though Gerard Mayo say he looks says he looks faster, he's not a space linebacker, you know. So maybe Uche falling into that Kyle Van Noy role while he's out or whatever. That might be a good spot to hide that that run defense deficiency and get him on the field and let him pass rush the pass, rush the passer a little bit. Excuse me.
1: Yeah, makes sense. uh Cody over here is talking about about Jawan Bentley. You know, he's my guy. Love Jawan Bentley. He had a tough year last year. But again, and I said it all year last year. I said in the offseason, you know, Van Noy is a great example. When I, when Van Noy was playing high towers position, he sucked, right? Everyone was all over him. He sucks. This guy's terrible. This and that. Then Hightower comes back. He gets to play his actual position. He looks pretty damn good. And Bentley is doing the same thing. Jawan Bentley is not a space guy, right? He's not a guy that's going to go out and cover. He's not, that's not who he is. But if you let him get downhill, get after the run, you know, understand he's doing a better job, I think, understanding the run fits and kind of getting into the backfield and making plays. I think he's valuable in that sense. I think he's better than a Landon Roberts, but an a Landon Roberts type role is what I'm looking for from Bentley. And when you have Hightower, you can let him do that. And so I like Bentley a lot. I think he's played well the first two games. But again, it's because he's playing the role that he needs to play. He can't do more than that, right? I think when he's doing that, he's good. He just can't do more than that. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. So um, offensively, the offensive line uh, is a big question mark. Of course, we don't know what's going to happen with Trent Brown. I'm concerned. I, I don't know, Spags, if you're concerned as well, but I'm concerned about what's going on. see Durant isn't going to cut it. Haran isn't going to cut it. You know, maybe Kajust or Kajust or however you pronounce his name. Maybe you know, maybe uh Bigfoot makes his appearance in, in this first career game next week. Maybe, and, and if that's not the solution, I, I wonder if they put in Karis and move on Wenu back to right tackle. I know on has been great at guard, but at some point you just got to put your best five out there, don't you?
2: Yeah, it's it's curious, and I don't think Isaiah Wynn's been great no. either, no, right? Um. He's just kind of, I think people aren't talking about him as much because the right spot, the right tackle spot's been so bad. But yeah, I mean, I, I was i was on Murph's podcast this week. They asked the same thing, and um, I, I would like to see Kajust, right? I know he was banged up. He was inactive week one, I think, with a shoulder. Uh, but if Trent Brown, who he dealt with this calf thing in, in Oakland and Vegas, it wasn't on the field last year, it couldn't practice. Uh, we don't know if it's the same calf, but that's, why he missed so much time after leaving here. So who really knows? I don't think he, I don't think he practiced today. He didn't practice all last week. Wasn't even present riding the bike or anything. So it's obviously he showed not up too the promising.
0: last, the last day, last week, last day, last through. week. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, so maybe, like I said, promising, who knows? Um, at some point I'd give Kajusta a look because simply because he looked really good in the preseason. But when push comes to shove, you can't be rolling out these guys at that tackle spot with a young quarterback. He's taking a beating. The first two series in that Jets game um, was just, he had no time. And that's Josh McDaniels called him an aggressive front. That's an average, average at best front, right? Like, let's not give him too much credit here. There's
0: Um, there's no world leaders there. Especially without the
1: the kid that got hurt. Who's the kid that got hurt? Didn't they bring in a guy? Lawson, Lawson, right? They brought him in, he got hurt. So, you know, he's their best pass rusher. He's out.
2: At some yeah, they don't point, don't have go to go on Manu out, kick on Manu out, and, and play Karras. Like, when push comes to shove, if, if Brown's right. going to miss significant time.
0: Yeah, I think to play devil's advocate a little bit, the the only explanation I've been able to come up with is they want continuity, because they haven't had it in the past few years, right? Like, on the offensive line, they've been throwing people everywhere, doing the best five thing, and it, it kind of worked last year. Like, I don't think, the, because of, the rest of the team, we didn't really focus on the offensive line as something that needed improvement, but they weren't great, right? Like they they were very average last year as a unit. And I think you know this is just me grasping at straws a little bit. I think they want continuity. They want Kajus, you're our or Kajust, you're our left tackle swing guy. Like you're our backup left tackle for Win, who has never played more than eight games in a season. Right. Uh you're like. You're gonna be his backup because we know we're probably gonna need you at some point. They want Karas in the middle being that do it all guy. And they want to give on a chance to develop at left guard. He's he's never gonna develop if you keep moving him around, right? He's kinda you're gonna max him out a little bit. So that's the only thing I can come up with. I do agree, if it were me, like throw your best five out there. What right? But also I think they're in a situation where they're not like contending for a championship and it's week two like let's not get ahead of ourselves but it's week two and they're kind of just like let's let's see things move along a little bit let's try to get these guys some work and see if they improve and if they don't later into the season when we start seeing how things are shaking out around the league then we'll be able to figure it out from there I I don't think there's any alarm button pushing right now quite yet
1: I agree with you I mean yeah we're we're not freaking out about this but I do think at some point you got to figure it out especially next week not this week, but next week when you play, you know, one of the best defensive line fronts in the league, Trent Brown ain't healthy for that game. Like, and here's the other part of it too. You paid Ted Karras, like Ted Karras is getting paid. He's not getting paid like a backup. He's getting paid like a starter. So, and he's not getting paid that much, but he's getting paid enough that, that, you know, you could see him as a starter. So like, for me, it's like, well, you clearly think highly of him, like put him on the field. You know, you, you think that he's better than the other guys that you have at tackle. So, that's that's the issue that I have there. I just feel like you know if, if you have that guy on the team now again, of course, guys get hurt. It's good to have depth, clearly, right? And they signed Karras before they got David Andrews, so maybe they didn't know for sure whether they were going to get Andrews or not. So you fring, you figure you bring Karras in. At worst, he's a great backup, right? So I get it. It's just it's frustrating when you see you know number one, the running game's got to be better, right? And and a lot of times they miss blocks um and so you know they did a great job blocking on a few plays of course they had the damian harris beast mode touchdown which is amazing but you know you'd like to see the run the run blocking a little bit better and of course the pass blocking you got to protect mac he's gonna get killed back there he has that tom brady 2000 body right he doesn't like he, he he's not exactly an adonis you know so if you put him back there and he gets killed it's gonna be it's it's not gonna be good you know it's not gonna be good so so we'll see we'll see what happens but um but looking looking forward here to the Saints, I think, you know, the, the thing for me with the Saints is that we just don't know what we're going to get, right? Like, I mean, Jameis looked really good the first week. Of course, he threw for like under 200 yards. He had five touchdowns, but he really didn't throw much. But, you know, then last week he comes out and plays. He had that like, what he was at, like a 45 degree angle falling down and just heaved it towards the end zone. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess he was he like trying to make a play, but my goodness, you know, so you just don't know what you're going to get. I feel like if you get in his face and pressure him and force him to make mistakes, then he's going to make them right. And he's still the same. He's still James Winston, right? He's, he can throw it, but if you force him and pressure him, it, that's going to be a challenge. And not just that, but I also think for me, at least if you look at what, what the Patriots can do, they can get after the quarterback. Right? So like, that's what I want to do. Let's pressure him and try to try to force him to make mistakes. So uh, I don't know how you guys, how you guys see that, but four picks, over under four picks. That's high. That's a, that's a high number. Uh, I'm going to go under the four picks, by the way, speaking of that, we, Steve, the pirate over here asked us, uh, are, are you Steve still happy with your win loss predictions? Pre- I was going to do a pirate voice, but I, I can't do it. I can't do it. But, uh, but one that's of uh, the, predi- that's
2: my cousin out in Ireland. I want to give a shout out. Is it? Let's go. Yeah, it no wonder why. There you go. I could, I could tell from the name.
1: Love it. So. Love it. Um, so no wonder why he's talking like that. Okay. All right, I like it. Um the the over under on Josh usually was four and a half sacks. He's got three through two games. So Yeah,
2: that's that one, true. I that one's looking good. I think who said it was over a
0: tough one. Did we all say we all said under? No,
1: Keegan no, 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 no. Or no, you no. Said over that, took the under. Said under. I one hundred percent took the over. I don't know if you I took thought... the over in not, but I know I did.
0: I didn't know he was going to get home 50% of the time. Like that's <laughs> who knew, who knew, you know? So I I'm more than happy to to you know be wrong on that one. If right. he's going to go out there and get 15 and a half s- uh sacks on 20% playing time, I, mean, I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to complain, right? That's very true. That's a great
1: point. So, uh your thoughts about the Saints quickly fellas and that unless you want to save it for for afterwards, uh we have Cooter waiting here, uh waiting in the wings. Uh, we can we can pull her up for our five minute fantasy, and she's going to talk a little Saints. But you want to give a little take before before that happens.
0: Let's get Spags in here real quick, just because he's just he's got a good case, hard right? out. So it's a, good point. Yeah. it's a good point. Spags, what do you think about the Saints?
2: See, it's, it's it's a weird one. I I don't really know what to expect because it's it's a brand new quarterback. You don't see them much, and they've had such a they were great week one and terrible last week. So. I'm interested to see their game plan first them because um, I, I think Alvin Kamara is a, you know, everybody knows, but he's a, he's a real weapon like can run between the tackles outside the tackles, catch the ball. Like that's a true guy that they, they need to figure out how to stop. Um, so, I mean, like I said, going into the game, I, I mean, they should win. Right. But at the end of the day, what do, what do we really know about them? Like you don't, it's, a, it's like a brand new team. If it was breeze and, you kind of know what you're getting started with, but uh, as for Winston, it's like the the Saints in the first two weeks. You don't know which one's going to show up, so right. who knows?
1: Good Jameis or bad Jameis, we'll see what happens, man. So, all right, oh, so let's get into five minute fancy here. We're gonna pull up. Uh, we're gonna pull up our girl Cooter Doodle here. What one of the best names on Twitter? Like, I mean, come on, like that is that is one of the best names on Twitter. So we're gonna pull her up right here, and uh, here she is. Thank you for coming through. We appreciate hey guys. you. Thank you. She's she is she is down in New Orleans, so she is a true a true Saints fan, a hardcore oh, yeah. through and through. So, uh, so we appreciate it. Now, here's here's the way it works, right? I kind of explained to you already, but it's pretty simple. I'm going to give you five minutes. I'm literally going to put five minutes on the clock. All right, and you're going to just right. you talk about whatever you want, fantasy wise. We do have one question. There might be some other questions that come through the chat, so we'll we'll kind of pull those up if they do. Uh, but we have one question already. You can talk about whatever you want, fantasy wise, for five minutes. That will end. And then in this situation, we'll, we're going to give you some – we'll open the floor to you for uh, for some Saints talk as well. Okay. Um, kind of give you your take, take on the Saints and whatnot, and then obviously you plug yourself and everything else like that. All right? All so right. five minutes on the clock. Here we go. All right. So first question came from, uh, from our boy, Dark Blue Gold. Uh, he asked about – forget about this week, but the Saints offense moving forward, Kamara, Michael Thomas yep. when he comes off of IR, maybe even Jameis – what what are we thinking here fantasy-wise?
3: Uh, okay, so I think a respectable expectation would be in between what we saw week one and week two, more than likely. I mean, we know they can do it when the weapons are there, but we have so many injuries right now. It's almost absurd, I mean, on defense and offense. So that's not going good for us. A, a lot of coaches were out with COVID. I think we had like eight coaches out this week. We've been displaced. So, I mean, there's a lot of like the narrative of things going against us. So it's not surprising. I don't think it's going to be great against New England next week. Um, but I don't think we're going to be this terrible week to week. I think it's just we've had a lot of things stacked against us. Um, it hurts, but I'm, my, my heart is in it for Juwan Johnson. I really want to see him flourish. Uh, I think, like you said, Spag, I mean, Kamara is just going to be killing it when he gets the chance, whenever we can get some first downs going. Um, when Michael Thomas comes back, I think he's going to be the guy we expect Um, at least what he was last year. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm not like, I didn't lose hope, but it it definitely hurt to watch. It hurt to watch it.
1: I hear that. All right. So, uh, here's a question for you. Miles Sanders or Damian Harris?
3: Oh, I'm going to, Oh, I like them both surprisingly, but I'm going to say Damian Harris. That's I'm right. just excited for him. She knows
1: where she is right now. Yeah. So uh who so who's a guy? Who's a guy that you are starting this week that maybe other people may not be? Kind of kind of a hot take start for you this week that you're like, I, I was, feel confident in this guy.
3: I don't know if it's hot as much this week, but last week, like the one we just ended on, I was starting Mike Williams everywhere that I had him, and that paid off. Sure um did. I'm I drafted a lot of Gronkowski and I've been starting him since week one. That's been paying off. So, there's a lot of those guys like that. I mean, Sterling Shepard, even a few of the other ones that you drafted really late and they're paying off right now.
0: That's
1: smart. I did the same thing with Michael Pittman and then left him on my bench yeah. until he did yeah. good because I'm an idiot. Yeah. But, you know, what See, are you Pittman's
3: do? another one that I'm like, I don't know, man. I think you can trust it. At least it's a flex, you know?
1: Right, right. You know exactly. What you got, so, All right. other way, what about a guy that you're benching that most people are like, really? you benching
3: that guy? Ooh, that's a good question. I. Uh, maybe Kareem Hunt. He's a guy that I've been having in there in some leagues that I'm like, I just, it's not, it just hurts to it's the name for me. Like, how are you going to sit Kareem Hunt? But it's just, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I, I think there's I better stuff out there. I'd rather start like a Mike Williams, you know?
1: Right. No, that's a great point. It's a great point of, of getting off the names, you know? So, yep.
3: all
1: right, you got two minutes left. So anything, okay. f- anything fantasy you want, like literally anything, you know, talk about got a, some, some guys. I've oh, got a, got question. a question. here we go.
0: You mentioned Juwan Johnson and that's my guy. Yes. I love him. I think he oh, I think he's going to be really good like as a tight end. He made the position switch. What do you think, you know, picking him up in in a dynasty league type situation? Do you think he they're going to move forward with him at tight end or do you think it's kind so, of like a right it's
3: now. It's weird. It's weird because I saw a stat in the preseason of like where the tight ends were lined up and he was predominantly doing what Jared Cook was doing where he was in the slot when he was out there. The thing that's going against him is he's not out there often. Um, so yeah, Troutman, as far as numbers go, he's on the field more. He's he might get a few more looks, but it looks to me like Jameis trusts Juwan and that's the guy he's going in the red zone with. And that, for as far as tight ends go, and on this offense, that's the one that I'm gonna take a flyer on at this point. Um, so I did I did get him in a couple leagues because I feel like I mean, if he has like a Jimmy Graham kind of, you know, or a Ben Watson, we've seen tight ends flourish with the Saints. So if he's the one, that's the one I'm putting my heart into. And I think he could be it. I like so, yeah, I'm go him do it. Him go get it. Right yeah. No, no go don't get him. do it.
1: He's in my dynasty. You, damn it. You him. give him new- All right, here's a layup for you, Rondell Moore. I mean, come on,
3: dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Get him, get him.
1: He's a wide receiver two out there in Arizona, right?
3: The question for me is like how much fab are we putting down? Mm. You know? Somebody see if has you, them already. Yeah. See if uh, you play in
1: the if you play in the Fab if you play in the Fab league like you're dropping I drop quite you, a bit on. Wrong you element.
3: almost have to. And well, actually, so tip I never thought to learn of to think of, but and I don't know how much time we have left, but like look at all your people in your league and see how much money they have left because if everyone wasted a ton of money in weeks one and two, you don't want to mm-hmm. bid over whatever their highest is. That's
1: a great point. That's a great point. All right, fifteen seconds. Give us final one final fantasy thought before you leave.
3: Um, Josh Allen is daddy. Yay! <laughs> I don't know. Josh,
1: she is obsessed with Josh Allen, and and listen for good reason.
3: Yeah, good I, I want I to see them flourish too. They play the Saints Thanksgiving night.
1: All right, that's the end of that. All right, so that was good. We got through five minutes of fantasy there, a little fantasy talking, and now we can get to your Saints. So obviously you're down in oh, dark blue gold thinks it's perhaps DN Josh Allen. I don't think
0: so.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Uh,
3: that's so, my
0: guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, Keegan's a big college guy, so he, you know, the college guys come over and he's like, "Oh, that guy, he picks out." Loves me his a his nice Kentucky guys. Wildcat. <laughs> so you're obviously in New Orleans. Uh, I know that you weren't necessarily; uh, Ida didn't really affect you too much. Yeah, I I'm not in the family. heart of New Orleans now.
3: Um,
1: but yeah, I know you had some family. So, but I'm happy everyone's healthy and mm. uh, safe and everything like that. So that's good. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Um,
1: but did I see that that the Superdome? I guess it's not called the Super Bowl, It was but on the, fire. The was on fire, like literally yeah. on fire today. Like
3: what? The yeah, it hell? was on fire. And the weirdest part about it is, so it was like really black smoke. And the the joke was like, are we waiting for them to announce it, like when it turns white that we have a new starting quarterback, like a yeah. Pope joke? Yeah. I thought that was funny. But um, but yeah, apparently a pressure washer. They were cleaning like these big gutter grates up on the roof, and that caught on fire. Yeah, which is kind of ironic because of all the water, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. That's crazy yep. stuff, but glad to see everyone. Uh, everyone's healthy on there. All right. So you talked about it last week, right? Struggled to see what happened last week. Of course, yes. you think you're gonna have a tough time this week in New England, but what, what's your, what's the overall outlook for you? I assume, you know, with Tampa in there, you're probably not looking to win the division, but do you think they're a playoff team? Uh, or, or What are you thinking?
3: I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if we're healthy, if we're healthy, our defense is really good. And we have a shot against Tampa. Um, we beat them. We blew them out the water in our first game last season against them. But then it wasn't the same on that second one. So, yeah. yeah, Tampa scares me. I've been, I mean, the second that Tom Brady signed with Tampa, I was, as a fan, I was already just pissed off. I was like, oh. And then he got Gronk there. I'm like, he's bringing all his buddies in. And same, then they're just yeah. going to flourish in the South. Like, great. And so, yeah, that sucks. But it what hurt more was losing to the Panthers this weekend because I just didn't expect it to go that way. I was on such a high from week one, you know.
1: Yeah. That's no, rough. And the well, Panthers, I mean, yeah, Panthers rolled, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. They're 2 and 0, too. I yeah. mean, like that's that's a team that is surprising. Like I'm very surprised by that team. Their defense played a heck of a lot better than I expected them they to play. They
3: really did.
1: And now fantasy purposes, I mean, you talk about they had two good matchups coming, well they got Houston this week. I mean, they should roll this week with Houston with Davis mills on a short week, starting a quarterback. Yikes. Like that should be a <laughs> 20 point game for, uh, for Houston uh, for, uh, for Carolina. I mean, so mm-hmm. uh, a lot of fun, but you know, so what do you think this week? What are you hoping for this week? Uh, ideal situation? Obviously ideal scenario would be the yeah. saints win. How do the saints win if they come up to New England? Um,
3: so I'm looking right now, like Marshall and Lattimore's questionable. So he might be back. We might have a few other of our defensive people back. And if we do, I think we have a chance to at least stop New England. And if we can do that, all we need is those big – like we saw Jameis can do it, a big breakaway to Deontay Harris down the field. Like that's right. something we haven't seen from the Saints in a while. Um, at least I feel like we haven't had those, you know, confident – long. couldn't yeah. throw more than 15 yards down right? No, I know. So at least we have that hope, you know, if we can just get some momentum in the offense, which we didn't see much this week but the week before we saw it. It can happen if we can just make it click. So Right,
1: right. And Cody's got a great point here. Right. You can beat up on your version of the Jets.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. I That's
0: wanted to ask ultimate. you real quick about the offensive line cuz I when I look at the offensive line, I was looking at it today. I was writing something for Pat's Pulpit and I was like they've got some names. Like this is a good mm-hmm. offensive line, but they got torched last week by yeah. by Carolina. Like it, it was ugly. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. know if that's so much Carolina having a really good front, or if it's a mixture of both. If it's know. the, the same. And then I don't
3: know, like enough about football to understand with all those coaches being out too. How does that, like the little micro right. transactions of inner you know? I don't know how that affects it to have eight coaches out or however many. It was it was a handful.
0: It was eight. Yeah, I saw yeah. Their, their DB's coach was coaching running backs. So the, the, <laughs> yeah, that, so you see what I mean? Thing. Like that
3: can't be good. So I feel like. I feel like if all those guys are back, at least the coaches, if they're back week three and we look decent, then that tells me that, okay, we just had a lot of stuff stacked against us for week two. But if they all come back and we still look rough, then I'm nervous. So.
1: Yeah, Sean Payton said what looked like Ted Lasso with like four guys (laughs) in coaching.
0: (laughs) It's been tough getting a read on them this week. I've been trying and Mm -hmm. I I can't. I can't can't even think of how I'm going to predict this game later this week because it's – there's, there's no clue. I don't even know how good the Patriots are yet. So right, yeah. and I've watched both What's, games front to back.
1: So. Do we know what the line is on that? The betting line is it I think like it
0: opened up at three and a half? I don't know what yeah. it's at now. But. I figured it'd, p- it'd
1: probably be well. Typically, the home team gets three, so it basically means the toss up. Usually okay. is okay. essentially what it means. So, so we'll see. You know, yeah. we'll see what happens. But but I think I mean that's that's one of the things that I uh, that I you know that I, we see Cody believes in you. <laughs> Um, that's one of the things though, that I, you know, that I think is interesting. Like, you know, the, what the line looks like and what the spread looks like and what, like I'm interested in the week after with, with Tampa and what that line's going to look like for mm-hmm. the Patriots. So, you know, it's it, all that stuff is interesting in Vegas, like Vegas knows, like if, if, if Tampa, if New Orleans going to come in here and get, and get the doors blown off, it wouldn't be a three and a half yeah. point line. It'd be like a six and a half point line because yeah, it's sitting, they'd want sitting people to and bet and the right Saints. Now.
0: So yeah. okay. that's, okay. that's literally like, we have no clue. That's
3: what they exactly. do when they have no Okay. Clue. Yep. Well, that's good. That gives me confidence, you know?
1: There you go. Vegas knows these things. So, uh, all right. Listen, anything, anything else you want to, you want to talk about what, with Saints wise or?
3: Uh, I mean, I'm just a nervous fan week to week and I will, you'll see me on the timeline. If we're doing good, I will absolutely talk trash. And if yep. we're doing bad, I will just fade into the distance or I'll publicly tilt and get very salty. <laughs> yeah. It's all exactly. over the place. Uh, that's
1: yep. I mean that's what a good fan does though. That's what you're supposed yeah. to do, you yeah. know. Talk trash when you're winning, and uh, you know try not to try not to catch too much flack when you're losing. That's all. Yeah. You know? But
3: it's Tom Brady's world, and unfortunately, yeah, we're living in it. This
1: yeah, we this all year, are, unfortunately. So. Yeah. So uh, all right, before before I let you go though, uh, can you just tell everyone where they can read you, see you, hear you, everything? Yeah. Else, right?
3: Yeah. Um, you can follow me at Cooter Doodle, and you can follow me at MB Fantasy Life on Instagram and Twitter and every now and then i'll put little fun articles but i'll just post them on my twitter account so
2: there you go
1: in case anyone's wondering that mb is matthew Matthew berry just you know just the head of social for matthew berry it's it's no big deal it's fine uh where did okay where the hell did cooter doodle come from
3: oh so i had a cat named snickerdoodle based like the cookie snickerdoodle Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah and um I was in college trying to come up with a Xbox gamer tag yeah. and I was very adamant on, I didn't want like numbers. And so I think forgetting Sarah Marshall had come out and she had said cooter. I'm like, that's funny. And then, so I just did cooter doodle and it, it said like accepted. I'm like, okay. So that's hysterical. And it's yep. still,
1: it's those days. That's so good. Yeah. Back in the, back in the day, back in the day of aim passwords or yes. aim profile names, my, uh, my name was Omar da Tentmaker with a D and then an okay. H. Because what happened, because I'm an idiot and I like, I hit it and I hit like the button and it oh. said something like, it said something like, um, you know, oh, uh, do you want to do this? Taken. But I thought it was taken. So I'm like, Omar, the tent maker is taken. Come on. That's ridiculous. So then I yeah. changed it to a D and then that was taken. And I'm like, what the heck is this dude? So then I did the eight and then I realized that it just said like, do you want to do this? And then I hit oh. no. And then I was like, oh no. <laughs> so, so yeah, they were like. All, what one through seven were taken i was like well is it kind of <laughs> but yours is stuck with you because it's good and in, 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 you uh, don't in-
3: have the numbers oh. yeah. It's, yeah it's a hard thing to come by
1: yeah i like it i like it a lot so well thank you so much we appreciate you coming through uh we've we've enjoyed these five minute fantasy segments it's always yeah, good to talk to fun. the fantasy community you guys are you know inclusive not everyone of course but like yeah. a lot of you guys are very inclusive and i i love interacting with you guys in the uh and the trash talk that goes back and forth is a lot of
3: fun. Yeah. Stuff. Well, this was fun. Have me back on like the next time the Saints, it may not be, a, it what, might be four, a while. Four years but, from now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, whenever they have another <laughs> five and oh, like five touchdowns, zero interception game, and they kill it. There you go. Then I'll, come back right, we'll I'll bring, be Yeah. Like, we'll bring you back up, on you know? later
1: on. There you go. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. When they replace uh, Jameis, it's. Oh, there you go. You in, in the Super Bowl. How about leading See, up to the Super there Bowl? You go. There you go. Patriots patriots saints in the super bowl that would be Dark put some Blue, money on that if that, Dark if that Blue one is comes more through.
3: hopeful than me i like it
1: <laughs> so all right thank you so much have a great night and right. uh and we'll we'll thank talk you. to you soon bye guys see ya. all right cool so that was good a little five minute fantasy we did a we did it we did an old school here uh we appreciate you guys coming through on a tuesday night normally uh wednesday or thursday night but we're tuesday night and we'll uh Next, I mean, this week, obviously, Saints game at home. They're uh, recognizing Edelman at halftime, so that's a lot of fun. I'm gonna miss it because I'll be at a wedding. But you know, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna listen. I have a wedding at three o'clock this week. It was supposed to be this week last year, but I have I have a wedding at three o'clock. Starts at three. And if they think that I am sitting in the church for an hour in the final hour of the Patriots game, and I will not be on my phone, they got another thing coming, man. I mean, that's just, listen, you plan a wedding on a Sunday during football season. I'm going to be on my phone. It's just like, there's nothing I can do about that. That's not, that's, my, on that's not yeah. my fault. Yeah. That's not my responsibility. That's, that's on them for, for, uh, for making it at three o'clock on a Sunday. Come on now. So anyways, but thanks guys. Thanks for coming through. We appreciate it. And, uh, and we will, uh, we'll talk to you soon.
3: Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com.